all of us are put in boxes by our family by our religion by our society our moment in history even our own bodies some people have the courage to break free these are the words of Gina Rosero a transgender american model who embraced her journey to womanhood while delivering a TED talk namaste and welcome to the 6th episode of bar at law gender identities and social inclusion today we have with us mr akshay tyagi a diversity and inclusion expert from keshav suri foundation keshav suri foundation founded by mr keshav suri executive director lalit group of hotels to embrace empower and mainstream the lgbtq plus community the hospitality group recruits from the deeply marginalized community and is first in its league to sensitize workplaces to accept diversity as a way of life thank you so much for joining us today akshay it is indeed heartening to know that principles of equality inscribed in books of law are actually extended to workplaces by the lalit group truly truly an honor to speak to you today thank you shivani thank you for bringing this conversation and thank you for having us talk about our journey of inclusion and diversity i think it is very important and is very close to each one of us not because uh, that we want to have people from uh, lgbtqi plus community around us but because each one of us need equal recognition and respect and on the basic basic grounds of humanity each one of us deserves that equal opportunity and accessibility in our lives so i think on those grounds it is very important and hence it is very important to reach out to people who are at the margins so thank you for having this conversation today so uh, akshay i would actually want to know more about the equitable place that the foundation has created at lalit hospitality group because you are the program manager so i think it is upon your role to actually establish practices and norms and you are the one who will be taking orientation of the employees or at least directing the norms around the place so what is the process of orientation that the employees go through to begin with shivani i would like to tell you that at the lalit diversity and inclusion is in our dna and for us the change actually started from top down way back in 2016 uh, so mr keshav suri who is our executive director is a self identified gay man and is a strong advocate of lgbtqi plus rights the organizational changes actually happened quite naturally and we started our journey in the space of diversity and inclusion through pure love campaign which started in 2016 which actually encourages an inclusive culture wherein our endeavor has always been to have to have employees from diverse background have be it females lgbtqi plus community sctec survivors or people with disabilities for your knowledge shivani that i have been actually doing induction sessions when people join the organization and 
there is no denial that 90% of people do not even have a basic understanding of the difference between sex gender and sexuality so i think that very important difference which actually brings out the entire nomenclature to us which doesn't let us uh, define what is socially constructed and what is naturally happening to our body to build an inclusive culture where gender equity respect for all individuals to eliminate discrimination supporting the people standing up for them whenever it is important is like a continuous journey for us and to sensitize our workplace and to accept diversity as a way of life and looking at the lgbtqi plus community where you will not especially the trans community where you will not find many people who had completed their education how will you bridge those gaps so at the lalitpuri hospitality group we have been successfully doing skill enhancement uh, courses for the lgbtqi plus community people with disabilities asetech survivors and these courses have actually been paving a way for people irrespective of their education social economic backgrounds they're coming they're working they're learning by doing they are part of the teams this is all what we have been doing and this is something what we do is differently first and foremost is to have basic needs in place equal remuneration flexible work hours gender neutral washrooms washrooms for differently able people people with disabilities and the infrastructure the accessibility for everybody especially the company is not just talking about uh, the lgbtqi community uh, that we are open to we have also made significant changes in our policies our medical uh, coverage which is medical coverage for the same sex partners insurance cover for the gender reaffirmation surgery and in fact even for the maternity leaves uh, we have paternity leaves as well we have leave for gender reaffirmation surgery as well there are adoption leave as well there are sabbatical leaves as well and of course we have designated people to take care of all of these initiatives who regularly uh, do engage with employees with our team members especially uh, we have dni team which we have uh, employee resource groups across the hotels who engage with the community manage their well-being and growth within the organizations we have uh, mental health counselors who are available on call for all the team members we have general neutral communication at all times we encourage people to use their preferred pronouns and i think this goes and uh, this is something which should be implemented everywhere our internal communication external communication our team members use their pronouns and their signatures in their communication if i as a guest come to lalit suri group so will i be asked my preferred pronoun yes. as a part of the group yes what we do practice shivani is that we put our pronouns forth we we will like like i mentioned that my name is akshit yagya and my pronouns are this this is how we introduce and then of course it goes back to in fact uh, if there have been cases uh, where you are able to make out that this person may be different so it's always instead of making any wrong uh, assumptions about some people we have always been very fair enough to ask about preferred name and preferred pronouns because especially when it goes to transgender community and who book with us they offer they they had to book with their legal names but their preferred name differs so in those cases we there has been a uh, significant effort to make sure that their identities are not misjudged right right so you did talk about that how you are teaching them employable skills 
and i too have a little story of mine to share that uh, while i had started practicing law at in delhi so i thought that i should do something for social welfare and uh, the pandemic had come through like a year later and i saw the people begging and most of them were from the transgender community and it actually struck upon me that why should they be begging because okay all of us have you know some of us has lost jobs some of us were working from home so that privilege or that uh, option that i had it actually intrigued me to think that okay there this something should be done and i was like okay i'll do something for this community maybe i'll teach them a skill so there's an aunt of mine who agreed that okay we'll teach them madhubani art so for the listeners madhubani art is like an art form of my home state bihar so we started to approach them but there was a lot of trust building that was required they did not believe it at first that i was actually wanting to help them i was actually wanting to work with them and not you know it was not for a goal to get it published in some paper or show it as social work it was just for a general welfare being welfare of the community so i just want to know akshay because of your deep understanding and the way you've explained things i know that it comes there must have been a starting point so what was the starting point tell us about how you started to work for the community and the trust building struggle was real because back in 2016 there the supreme court had it criminalized and there were also not enough trans people who were very openly talking about their identities and also their journeys <clears throat> so all of that i i made some efforts i had gone to a number of events organized by the community uh, been there involved myself with them and in this journey what i had believed for my own self is that i'll not be working for anyone i would rather be working with people with everyone because that journey from for to with has definitely something which will bring and which will create a sense of belongingness with me and my people and which will bring in that sort of a trust because uh, they will like we have been neglecting them probably if i'll go as an outsider within their community i'll also face a similar exclusion and there is no denial that i did not face that i did face that there had been ups and downs there had been even moments where i was literally even considering if i was if i should go ahead with this project or not i have spoken to each one of those people who i had interviewed and in some or other way we have been able to provide some sort of a support to each one of them uh, irrespective of place irrespective of what was the need irrespective of anything and everything and i think that very basic notion of touching lives and being with people who i met as a college student and now as a professional i work with them i think that's that's a journey which i personally have been celebrating over these years and of course enjoying and like i said it has never been working for anyone it has always been working with 
everyone and i think that feeling to work with people had created that sense of belongingness and now i don't only feel welcomed i rather being fe- i rather feel that i i'm a family and i think that sense of belongingness that sense of love and respect which i have received over these years is something which always inspires and motivates me to continue doing what i'm doing but akshay you know uh, what i was uh, thinking that like this was the photo book project led you to actually interact with the community my encounter with them at the red light signal led me to think and you know prod my memory about why this but there are many of us many of these cisgender people who do not know what a transgender person is right so yeah. the education system is not framed that way there is misrepresentation all over the entertainment networks so what do you think like are the are our lens binary because the indian penal code talks about man woman when it defines a person so even in our books the cbse books the icc books whatever it is the core structure so it's all very binary in nature so what do you think that what has you know kept us away from the welfare of the community Shivani I think you very rightly said that there has not been very specific significant significance or you rather mention a focus when it comes to people who are from the trans community or rather if you talk about sexual identities uh, there is hardly there are hardly people who know about intersex as a sex right so all of this goes back to our uh, science uh, classes where i we were not told or we were not taught much about this and i think this is a, this is a damage which our education system i completely uh, to go back and tell this to everybody that uh, this is something which uh, actually has happened because of the education system failure because we were not very much vocal and are been talking about it and something maybe i also feel that it it's good that our teachers didn't discuss because even if they had discussed they would have discussed it wrong because now that i talk to most of them they still do not have the clear understanding about it so uh, uh, it of course is a failure and but uh, like i mentioned in the beginning as well that we all will have to cover we all will have to uh, redo whatever had happened and something do something more impactful to bring in the change when it comes to understanding about the people uh, shivani i think it is very important for us uh, to think that how many times we have tried to understand about somebody who is not in our shoes right and uh, how many times have we made effort to understand and to imagine life of somebody who is maybe not as privileged as we are or maybe is more priv- because often times if you hear about from people people must be saying like you must have heard people saying uske paas itna uske paas ye uske paas wo but uh, hardly people go back to stories where people you find somebody less privileged than you and to know about those nuances of life is is very important and uh, it is very important for people to think about people who are at the margins to think about people who have been neglected and to also find the reasons uh we all feel very pride uh, that we know that of trans people are there we know, we all if you ask people about what do they know about transgender persons 
I bet that they will mostly tell you that they are people who beg, they are people who are involved in sex work, but there is a lot more. I want people to learn about Simran Sheikh. I want people to learn about Abina Ahir. I want people to learn about Zena Bifai. I want people to learn about Pratika Yashni. I want people to learn about Satyashri Sharmila. I want people to learn about uh, Vidya. I want to learn about uh, to make people learn about Rudrani Chetri, Lakshmana and Tripathi. And all of these women are doing incredible work. And these stories, these positive stories of change are something which people need to hear. And the moment they will try to make that effort to learn about people, they will definitely take efforts to bring the community to the mainstream. And I think that small initiative to just learn about our people, just learn about uh, their life and to also understand that it, it won't take much of them to bring people uh, to the mainstream by just accepting and ac- accepting in a way that they they are of course not doing anything special when they are expecting uh, accepting them and it is not something like the community needs somebody to accept them but part of a group part of a team is something which has to come proactively and positively from each one of us and i think that is something which will only bring in change Right, right. So, like, all of us are actually equal citizens of the country. And we do have a constitution which says that there's equality before law. You have a right to life. You have a right to live a dignified life. And we have this community that is there since thousands of years. They have been there through every page of history. And still, it took us only... 2020 to enact to bring a law into effect as the transgender persons act so how ironical is that that we have actually took so much of time to identify which was what was already there in front of us how do you actually i don't know process that shivani i think uh, uh this is something which uh, is some which is uh, something which everybody should be thoughtful about and i think uh, in in so many of years which have went by it was in 2014 that transgender persons finally got the recognition right. and uh, not that there have never been efforts but despite significant efforts happened in the past and despite such a rich rich history of transgender persons in our history uh, a lot damage had happened but i think uh, what is very important to process at the moment is that now the country has its first national transgender council uh, now the country has 12 uh, shelter homes running which are garima grass by uh, the government and uh, there has been significant effort to build the trans community and i think uh, way back in 2011 when the census recorded 4.5 lakh of transgenders there was not defined uh, like well defined structure of, uh, of who trans people are and who can get categorized under 
after that but i think now with the advancement of uh, so many of things happening and the of course the awareness and the sense of community which the community has uh, successfully done in the last 10 12 years i think we will see better results in the coming time and more of representation from people and of course a good change in the numbers yes so so i think there is lot to learn and a lot of lot of take away from whatever had happened for better yes so as you rightly pointed out that the nalsa judgment recognized them as the third gender and while you read the judgment it has also suggested that there should be welfare schemes for them like reservation in jobs and education and uh, uh, they should be given some advantage over the mainstream population and we have the transgender act in front of us which has delivered to an extent but has also had its fair sh- shares of misses because if i read it as a lawyer then i may point out that it says that you know if there is a crime against a transgender person the person committing it will be punishable with only 2 years but if the person if the transgender person is raped so the person committing it will be punished with 2 years wherein in ipc the punishment is for 7 years so there is a distinction there is there, there is a lot there is a lot in fact if you check that uh, in the discriminate it's very discriminated that if somebody is not feeling safe at their home and they run away then the government has made this policy of that the child has to live with their parents and they will counsel the parents but imagine somebody who is already in trauma and who is already subjected to discrimination how difficult will that be for that person to be there with the family who doesn't understand them well and who will assure because who is doing the sensitization who are, who is doing these counselings with the parents who is making people understand like have you ever seen any department doing proactive uh, sessions on the nalsa judgment either on the section 377 judgment either so i think a lot of uh, lot of awareness in fact uh, with the problem is with the def- definition itself and there is a lot which has been continuously sent back to the ministry sent back to discuss and there is a, there has been a lot of significant changes happened uh, after the passing of the bill and there are still number of suggestions which have gone back and i think with the setup of the national council of transgender persons we will see better changes in this bill in the years to come as well because there have been a very strong recommendation sent by the team <coughs> also do you see a fault at how it perceives gender identity so it tells that if someone recognizes oneself as a transgender person you have to make an application to the dm so that the dm certifies you as a transgender so if i am a cisgendered female i am not required to make an application to any dm or any government personnel to जस्ट गेट एन एश्योरेंस फ्रॉम दी एस डी एम दैट दे वॉन्ट टू गेट दे डॉक्यूमेंट इन प्लेस एज अ ट्रांसजेंडर पर्सन एंड आई थिंक वि
Yes, and I also wanted to know your thoughts about how the act views the sex reassignment surgeries. Suppose first is that if the person goes through a sex reassignment surgery, they have to uh, produce the medical document before the government personnel who will actually identify and see the correctness of the document, which is again a very vague term. For all of these suggestions have already been shared. Uh, in in general, the process is that you will have to have a psychologist who you have to consult so that they understand if this is actually a case of gender dysphoria or just feeling. Uh, so there there is this counselor which uh, which has to affirm that okay you you should undergo this and then of course the consultation of doctor if the person has the right set of uh, body to undergo this because of course the age the body and the factors associated with it as a medical surgery just it so the recommendations again have sent to the ministry to talk about it and I think uh, in the times to come this will also get changed and more so. Uh, Shivani, I would prefer to not comment much on the law because of the fact that when this was constituted and drafted, there was not even a single person who was a trans person. Right. And somebody who was writing or who was deciding for trans people, uh, if they were not part of it and they haven't worked in the past with the community and their limited understanding, they're constituting something then I would rather give it to now the National Council of Transgender Persons who is constantly, uh, who is con uh, continuously been in touch and is now updating and upgrading this for a better. Right, but Aksha, I just would want to talk about one more aspect which I found a little misplaced is that suppose a male person who actually identifies as a female cannot identify as a female unless the person goes through a sex reassignment surgery. And even after the sex reassignment surgery and suppose the person still wants to be identified as a transgender person, that is not possible because now the person will have to be identified as a female. Is my understanding correct? So, see, I think this uh, entire concept of gender is of personal choice who one person wants to be referred as i know a lot of transgender persons who undergone transition and then have changed their sex i uh, like their gender identity to female and their aadhaar cards and all these documents are of female that's again goes to a person's personal choice so i think uh, <clears throat> the government uh, in the bill itself should give it as an option for the person directly to choose for their own self instead of them defining what people need yeah. because when it comes to your gender identity something you decide for yourself and nobody else will decide for you. yes and i also think that the act is very limited in its applicability and its functioning because it does not view the transgender person in a societal setup. It does say that, okay, if a child identifies as a transgender person, they have an option to live separate from the family after an order of the court. But aspects like marriage, inheritance, adoption, which is the basic of any human life that the person, the journey the person goes through, it's all missing. So you have the experience of inclusion work for over the years you have been working with the community over the years so what is 
your experience do you want to share any particular views that they have of how the laws about marriage or adoption should be framed for them should the common laws be applicable so just if you would want to share it say in my personal opinion if you ask me um shivani on this i like on last uh, last month on 13th one of my transgender friend and colleague uh, uh, shreya got married to a cisgender man there have been a lot many positive stories of people getting married be it lesbian couple be it gay couple and all of these people are setting a new trend and are giving many rays of hope and positivity to everybody out there and these are stories which should because see even if you go back <clears throat> to section 377 judgment then the case got dismissed a number of times saying we do not see people where are these lgbtqi plus community members right so they will of course ask where are these people who want to get married they are they will definitely come back and ask you where are these people who are wanting to have inheritance laws and adoption rights and all of it so i think we uh, as a community there are many positive stories which are uh, which are in action at present and these stories are going to definitely pave a long way in the rights of equal opportunities when it comes to marriage uh, adoption and inheritance etc because these are the stories which are going to uh, add as a testimony to all these cases pils filed in the supreme court for the uh, equal rights and opportunities it comes to the uh, flaws in the law i think i'll again just say the same point that we we need we needed a better team to work on that and we needed a better representation to work on this and i think uh, with uh, the kind of people who are part of the team uh, now as part of the national council of transgender persons who is to help the government decide and define it clearly they will definitely make it better so you know uh, actually your uh, narration of such positive stories take me back to one of my jurist students lessons when my professor said that society shapes laws and laws shape societies in turn so both of them are interdependent so do you think that there should be an international standard for of global recognition of rights of transgender persons you may have come across the yogyakarta principles which say that no one should be persecuted on how they identify themselves or on their orientation but there is no uh, international set standard according to which countries should be working i agree that un has on different occasions extended basic rights to the transgender population but there is still a very large vacuum on the rights that should be available to them or some parameter which should be set i think for us to discuss all of it uh, we have to make sure that we have basic rights of our transgender persons secure in the country at least first to talk about the larger spectrum of countries there are even countries where transgender persons are even at worse situations as compared to india right and 
uh, we of course need to help them up we need to stop the violence against the trans community we need to stop all the hatred against the community but at the same time we need to understand that what is that our community needs uh, internally first and i think we need to do a lot of research lot of effort within the country uh, to begin with and when it comes to un bodies uh, it's very recently that united nations has started to talk about the lgbtqi plus community as such and uh, to talk about because even if you talk about their un women gender equality and all of it, it they just talk about women so i think they are now starting to talk about the other identities other people and of course like the zainab which i mentioned she has been uh, in the united nations uh, development program itself has been part of uh, their team as a national program officer for almost 11 years and i think with representation and with the having people uh, from the community as part of the team to lead and drive all of these changes has been of really great significance for the community but uh, like i mentioned we need to internally develop something as a country first to structure it better and then a body like un we have to share some stories no denial that they are working continuously in fact um, there is this national uh, united nations um, uh, human rights commission as well which has taken some really good initiatives and comes to people from the lgbtqi plus community uh, and uh, Uh, there has been policies there is this united nations tendency of discrimination against lgbtqi plus community as well which has brought in some significant changes and like the lalit has been one of the first organizations uh, especially one of the first hotels to have adopted that in the world so i think these are some of the significant changes which even as a body has brought into the entire forum and i think there is a lot which other Uh, organizations can definitely bring uh, up for the betterment of the larger society um but yeah of course we internally need to do a lot of research need to frame a lot of stuff to bring it to the fore so your suggestion would be that we start from the grassroots level local national and then international yeah because see internally we need to set uh, who we need to understand who we are doing uh, this all for we need to understand who is our because if you will understand from the current scenario you will only be look up at the people who are at the fore right are there enough of transgender people you are talking about when it comes to the rural areas do you even know or do i even know people who are at the locals and are fighting for the equal rights who are not getting what is required by them so not at all and i think when it comes to such a policy it is very important for all of us to go back to those roots where all people have been there and have been continuously facing neglection so i think that's very important and i think uh, that's something is to be recorded there is has been a significant work with the community but on the grounds of hiv aids it is very important to go above and beyond and now talk about the rights and accessibility and opportunities and access to things and opportunities so that we bring some more equity in the entire scenario which we are aiming to create right so with this akshay we come to the end segment of our episode and uh, it has actually been a very enlightening episode and i have actually learned a lot from this conversation and also now i would endeavor to work 
with the community rather for the community as you have rightly advised so what is that one piece of advice you would like to give to everyone listening to this how can each one of us promote a more equitable and inclusive place for the transgender people I think the most I would like to say here is that for the people from the community who are listening to this, I would only say that by not changing yourself, you are changing the world. So just believe in yourself, be yourself, and don't uh, let yourself get changed for anybody because you need no validation from anyone out there. And for rest of the listeners, I would say that make sure that you you respect everybody the same way you want to get respected. You accept love. care support people the same way you need it for your own self because the moment you start doing things the way you want things to be done with your own self the world will get changed and i think that's the most which you can do to make this world a better and a safer place just be acceptive be uh, appreciate appreciate what you get and in five terms if at all i need to say that just understand people accept people appreciate people and work for their betterment act on that and then sustain because it's not just touching lives it's also to be with them throughout so until we meet again i leave you with a thought while you stop at the traffic light next time and hear a knock on your window screen Be not scared or ignorant but ask yourself why should anyone suffer based on how they identify themselves